are listening to the Heel Turn Collective Radio Network. I hate both of you, Ebony and Ivory motherfuckers. I tell you. Yo, what it do? It's Word Up or Bird Up, episode number six. Can you believe it, Jordan? We've made it to episode six. How do you feel about that? Amazed. Honestly, the fact that we haven't been kicked off the podcast world yet, I'm stoked. Yeah, I'm stoked. For real. Uh, Twitter hasn't blocked me or banned me because the first or second episode, I shit on them immediately. The podcast uh-huh. world hasn't kind of you know they i don't think they've got a grip on us quite yet but when they uh-huh. do i'm sure we'll be kicked off the air and i'm stoked about it oh absolutely you'll be seeing us on headline news local podcasters get kicked off for some for some racially charged shit i guess but <laughs> uh i gotta say man we're gonna we're gonna start this show off you know rapid fire man i, I don't want to waste any time we've got a whole load of shit that we want to talk about today and it's not going to be the standard format, the word up or bird up. We have a lot of topics that we're just going to debate back and forth. Uh, we feel really passionate about some of these things. And obviously, from the things that we're going to say, you're going to realize if it's a word up or bird up. So just take my word for it when I say you're going to want to tune in this week. And Jordan, let's just get this shit started right off the top, buddy. How's that sound? Oh, let's fucking go. Let's do it. So uh, one thing that is pissing me off in the world so much right now, and we had a little bit of a discussion off air about it. Um, One thing that's really pissing me off to like no end is, and and we've talked about it a lot on the show, you know, ever since George Floyd got brutally murdered on camera, by the way, and I don't mean to keep bringing this up and keep, you know, just ringing this for all it's worth, but I think it's an important point uh, when I'm trying to make here. Um, Ever since then, I have seen people on the radical right and on the radical left, but nobody in the fucking middle. Now, I get it. Sometimes you got to take a stance, man, and sometimes you got to be like, you know what? Fuck this dude. You know what? Let's get this guy out of office. I mean, speaking of that, I I, I told you a story, Jordan, uh, off air. I remember hearing a, a speech that Trump gave, and immediately after I clicked off of it, I registered to vote, which is something I never thought I would do ever again. But I know that I can't have my hand in what's going on right now. With that being said, and full disclosure, I'm a pretty big liberal. Would you, would you say that was uh, an accurate statement, Jordan? Oh, very much so. I'm a pretty big liberal. Like, I'm all about, I think weed should be legal. I think gay marriage should be legal. I, You know, God is up in the air, I suppose. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> I think that I think the people on the left are doing just as much harm to this movement as the people on the right are. And like I said before, it's it's nice to be able to kind of ground your feet in and be like, this is what I believe in. And I have beliefs, too. I have things that I believe in that that I truly, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement. I'm firmly behind that. Because I think that people have been marginalized for too long. Jordan, you're one of my best friends in the entire world, and you're also a person of color. And I, uh, I take your, you know, opinion very, you know, very much into my argument here. But I think that the radical left, when people are like, when they'll take something 
the littlest thing and they'll say, well, look what Trump said about this guy. Look who Trump's supporting. You know, um, you, you can't be you can't be like a racist and not vote for this guy. You know, I think the term racist gets thrown around a lot. Now, Jordan, with everything that's been going on, do you think that that's a term that, that kind of gets thrown around a, a good bit in the world right now? It gets it gets people get to use it and label people almost immediately mm-hmm. based off of not even a uh, I wouldn't even like their own opinion isn't even fully gathered. They're just seeing yeah. what other people have said and they're not doing any research for themselves to actually say, yeah, this person is a racist or yeah, the things exactly. they're saying is racist. They're just saying, Oh shit, this is trending on Twitter. Retweet. Like that's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. That, that's their whole form of, that's their whole form of kind of um, the way they get their information and the way they consume it is from fucking CNN or Fox news, but they don't take the time to research shit for themselves. So they see, um, look, I have paraphernalia all over the place that would that would prove me to be a Republican's worst nightmare. Okay, because I, I I have my own mixed feelings on a lot of things that are you know really conservative base. Um, I don't see how you can tell a woman what she can do with her body. What year is this? Is this nineteen fucking hundred? Where you can just be like, you know what? I just don't see. See, I make the correlation between something like abortion and something like you know, slavery, if you think about it, it's not the same thing, but it's one of those things where you feel like you can control somebody and what they do, which is not what's fucking happening here. I I, I read a post on, on Twitter and I, it kind of blew me away a little bit. You're fucking with the wrong generation here. <laughs> this is the wrong generation to think that the conservative values are what is going to dominate because they aren't because for too long, people have been marginalized you know, people of color have been held down and that, and that's not right. And it shouldn't be that way. But do you kind of agree, Jordan, that sometimes the radical left kind of makes an argument for the right. And then it's just, it's so divided that there's nothing's going to happen because of it. Oh, I, for sure. I think that both sides are so kind well, kind of more than kind of they're obnoxious. It's mm-hmm. the shit that they they like they're finding every little thing to fight about that it's like you guys want to be seen as equals. You guys want to say, "Hey, let's do the right thing." But then you're going to push everything to the absolute extreme. Mm-hmm. How the mm-hmm. fuck are we ever going to even kind of be equal if we can't agree upon fucking cheese? Like yeah. like honestly, <laughs> I exactly we there will be literally well don't say you like American cheese because the right says that's the American cheese only because Americans love it and they'll like it's just gonna blow your mind because every little thing is gonna be a fight don't use uh uh what is that fucking shampoo or soap uh uh that yeah sure sure that's a that's a uh an American fucking mainstream shampoo body brand? wash. Yes. Jesus Christ. Yes. It's a shampoo brand. So, Continue. So someone would find and say, well, that's uh, the, the, the liberals, they use that. So boycott that. And then, you know, the left will say, well, no, the extreme right will do. Nah, dude, shut the fuck up. I just want, I don't want to smell like shit. That's all. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. It's not a political statement based on the things that I buy or the things that I say. Like, well, it is in a sense, because you're right. If you if you take it back and you, you kind of think about it at its whole, you know, kind of the whole picture. I'm not a political guy by any sense. I think every fucking politician is a crook. I think every single one of them. I don't care if you're fucking Bernie Sanders. I don't care if you're Donald Trump. Everybody's a crook. And everybody thinks that, oh, man, well, if we elect this guy, it's going to be different. This Joe Jurgensen, this this libertarian candidate, like, I don't know, man. I've, I've been reading some pretty unsavory shit about her, too. You know, and it's just it makes you wonder where the agendas are, you know, because there's not going to be. Look, you have to you have to feed both ends of the aisle. You do. But these people are so fucking extreme, man. Like it's like now something that we talked about off air that I that I know you wanted to touch on is is the fact of you know just the simple thing of like deleting somebody off social media when they um kind of have a different view than you. Which I don't think that I necessarily delete you because you have a differing view than me because I think it's important to have people in your circle that have differing views so you can kind of learn from things and things like that. But there's a lot of dickheads out there that deserve the old delete button and they get it because at the end of the day, man, look, I'm not fucking around anymore. Like this is kind of, this is what I'm talking about. And so when you take a stand like that, Jordan, are you essentially cutting that person out of your life or are you just deleting them from fucking Facebook? Oh, I'll delete you from Facebook, from all social media. Uh, if we played PlayStation together, deuces. I, if, if I have to delete you and I like a different opinion because I'm not right about literally anything. I, Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to agree that I'm a right about anything, but if it's a debate, on racism and you can't find that the things that you say or agree upon and those things are racist against anyone that's not white, then yes, I'm going to delete you. I'm not going to name drop on this podcast, but I'll just say, I'm sure we all have friends that have said some questionable things. And, Mm -hmm. you know, for the most part, we're like, we've been friends so long. I can, I can, you know, let this one slide or let that one slide. And at the end of the day, it's like, you don't get a fucking free pass just because you're my friend. I should be able Mm -hmm. to call you out and say, don't be a fucking douchebag. It's not that hard, dude. Just just because it makes you uncomfortable doesn't mean that you have to say, I'm proud to be white. Wow, dude. Wow. (laughs) Just because you're you're a president that is not white, he's a fake orange. He's so (laughs) proud to be white that he's fake orange. And he, you know, he has done everything in his way to make sh- to make it known that he doesn't give a fuck about anybody. Yeah, there's my African American over there. I'm so glad you point out one dude that has not been a part of the black community ever. Thank yeah. you. There's my yeah. African American over there. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm telling you right now. If you were to come to my job and say. There's my African-American. I'm going to lose my job because I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. Uh-huh. There's yeah, my, I, mean that- I can't wait to, if I was, <laughs> this is ridiculous. If I was, let's say the president is doing a, uh, uh, whatever, a briefing. And I happen to be, I happen to be uh, a reporter. And he goes, there's my African-American journalist there. What's your question? And I'll go, 
there's my Caucasian president. People's <laughs> head would explode. What yes, did they he, would. What did they? And 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 this man would be like, "What did you? Fake news. Fight for <laughs> kill his exterminate his family just because it would make him be like, wait, did he just call me white? Mm-hmm. Did, yeah, did he just make me feel uncomfortable? Do you not see like the the fact that you can openly say?" There's my African-American, the one out of fucking millions that came to your Trump rally and point them out. There's my African-American. You might as well say, there's my slave. He didn't run. He came back. No, you can't. You can't say shit like that. And then like all of a sudden on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or fucking PlayStation, if you openly like your clan tag is Trump or MAGA or all your shit is like white lives matter, all lives matter. Um, all these black people are just looting. They're not even protest or you need to protest in silence because the protest you're doing is doing more harm to the community. You just get deleted fully. There's no like explanation on why I'm deleting you. Mm-hmm. You're you you self sabotage your own friendship slash relationship with me and any person in my circle. Yeah, well, you don't get to explain. Oh, this is why I feel the way I feel. If you've been feeling like a racist piece of shit for a long time, and then you never said anything, and then this fucking orange buffoon got you hyped up. Now is your time to show your white pride. I'm going to let you know right now. One, you're getting deleted. And two, this fucking bitch wouldn't spit on you if you were on fire. So you need Mm -hmm. to realize that I don't need to explain to you why you're being a racist fuck. I'm just going to delete you. I want to have other people have different opinions. Like I said, I'm not right on anything. But if you're going to be racist, I think I'm right on this. (laughs) <laughs> I like I I don't yeah. th- I don't think I'm like speaking so like in a realm where it's like hey man I think you're going over the top like you deleted them from PlayStation but if you're going to be racist on every social media outlet and your clan name on on PlayStation is MAGA or Trump or 2020 and I know exactly what you're talking about please you're you're literally just showing I don't care about you. You don't you don't care about people of color. You don't care that they're being beat in the streets. Um immigrants are being separated from the families at the border, kept in detention centers, still haven't seen their families since all this shit started happening. And you're just like, Well, I'm voting for Trump Trump. He's draining the swamp. Mm, I think he is the swamp and he is flooding the fucking the he's gaslighting everybody he's green lighting yeah. every racist every racist person feels entitled like yo look what the president say so i can say it now too and i don't have to feel bad because if the guy in the white house got you know elected as president by saying reckless and very very hateful things guess what i can say it too without any repercussions you but, should be able but The president also has a secret service that protects his life. If I see a lot of these fuckers that I went to high school with in public, 
I'm going to snuff them in their fucking jaw and let them know, guess what? You don't have any secret service, man, watching your back. And number two, I can't wait to see you post it on Facebook. That black motherfucker I went to school with beat my ass. Yes, I did. <laughs> and you're going to call me out my name. But remember, all lives matter. Just yeah. remember that. The black yeah. motherfucker that whooped your ass, but all lives matter. Yeah. So, I mean, that's... uh. That, that you brought up a lot of interesting points there. Um, the one being is how people can kind of put on that, that face, man. And, and like I said, to start the show, I, uh, I, I'm kind of a center guy. Cause believe it or not, there are some, there are some conservative things that I think that I, I tend to agree with sometimes. Like I think capitalism can be a good thing when it's not you know, run by a bunch of fucking dickwads, but like, I think it's really important to kind of be like, look, the first step and look, I get it, man. Social media is one of these things where it's like, who gives a shit? You know, it's just fucking Facebook. It was on that besides your grandma and your aunt showing pictures of stupid shit all the time. You know what I'm saying? But like, if you think about it in the grand scheme of things, just that little thing, like, dude, I don't want to see anything that you have to say anymore. I think that's taking a stance, you know? I think that's one of those things where it's like, look, we're just not going to let this shit float around anymore. I'm not just going to let this shit fly, you know, because I did for so many years. I mean, look, my dad is one of the most, you know, probably, I don't know, he's a charter member of the clan, probably, but, uh, <laughs> I, I, I kid, but, uh, no, I it's just so all my whole life I, I've been raised as kind of this, you know, Christian conservative kind of guy. And I could be, I couldn't be any farther away from that now as an adult than, than the ideals that, that I grew up with as a kid. And I brought this up on the show before most of the people make the argument. Well, you have to give them a break. Like you have to give them a break. That's how they were raised. Well, they also thought that spraying people with fire hydrants was an appropriate response. So I don't think that that excuse kind of flies anymore because at the end of the day, you're right. Racism is racism at its core, but I feel like too many people are kind of just like kind of getting on that bandwagon. And I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know how I feel like, I don't know how I like, um, I just don't know how I feel about it. So, uh, let's put a bow on this subject a little bit, Jordan, before we get into the next one. Okay. Um, the only, the only thing I, I have like left to say is like now, now that people are seeing, um, people of color being beat on a regular basis or killed on a regular basis, protesters that are trying to, you know, make a difference are being uh, hit by cars on a regular basis. Why is it all of a sudden that people are just now like saying like, Oh, support black artists or support people of color. Or I understand you're trying to say, let's bring light to these topics. But why are they saying like support them now? Couldn't yeah? Couldn't you support them like before these killings made public? Yeah, I mean that's like, a, is it, is I'm it, guilty of it. I'm guilty of it too, man. Like I'm not going to sit here and say that you know I was all champion black artists and things like that because in your little bubble you don't want to say you would like to think that it's 2020 and not fucking 1963. But it seems like it just seems like we're it seems like we're heading for segregation or something. Again, 
yep. where people can't just fucking get along, man, at all. And it's ruining it on both sides, man. Because like I said, man, I'm a liberal. I'm a leftist. I think a lot of my ideals are very, very liberal. But at the same time, man, I feel like these extreme left people, that's why I couldn't vote for Bernie Sanders. I can't do it. He's a little too left for your boy. All right. And anyone that knows me knows I'm a little left to center, you know, but Bernie Sanders is way fucking out there, man. And for me to just kind of be like, well, you know, I do think change is needed in this country, but I don't think a politician is going to fucking do it. Anyway, continue. Um, if a lot of a lot of the things that are, are bothersome is like if we're headed back to segregation, which I mean, that's a that's a huge stretch for the both of us. We know that. but you got to look like if we are headed in a direction that's separating races yet again, you know, me and you, we're going to be fucking shunned immediately. Mm-hmm. The Absolutely. things that I've enjoyed in life that, you know, the girls I've dated, 90% of them have been white. If not, mm-hmm. well, yeah, 90, I'd say 90%. So boom. That's a good figure. So like, so it's like, uh, how how can we figure this one out how you know yeah. me and you me and you are joe schmo we're you know we we've played music we've got to travel we've got to enjoy the the things that most people would never enjoy they see us enjoying it we're like get a job go to college do something with their life and then we're like i'd rather sleep in a van like go fuck yourself but like yeah the it you you take it back to like in 1960, me and you, me being primarily, I probably would have been killed just for being your best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Have you ever seen the movie Mississippi Burning? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, that, 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 that. so, like, you look at that, and it's like, now, now, if that's where we're headed to, like, make America great again. Me and Lance can't be best friends. Go fuck yourself. I'm going to be Lynch because he's my best fucking friend do or die we're riding this bitch to the sunset come on man you know so, i fucking yeah. <laughs> this is if you guys have ever you know the people that are listening to this if you ever watch uh the little rascals me and your boy lance are in that movie and we didn't even know it like, yeah. let's just say that much it, it, i think it, i'm out alpha no hell no we're buckwheat and uh <laughs> uh never seen that movie in my fucking are you life fucking kidding me? I'm about to be exposed. Like I've never seen the fucking oh little rat. Oh my gosh! I, I'll but I mean, send you the picture because there's the two little kids. There's a black kid with dreads and a little white kid with a. It, it, with a they're, but they're best friends, and uh, like that's literally you and I. It didn't yeah. you, right away. It didn't matter about skin color. Didn't matter if I was a douchebag. Didn't matter if you were asshole. Didn't matter anything. It was just like wow, we both playing bands while we both like wrestling, while we're both ginormous shit-talking bastards, while uh-huh. we're best friends. That was yeah. it. It didn't matter. Like, I don't even think we had the same viewpoints besides wrestling. That was it. Yeah. I didn't know you. I, I, We had played shows together. We had never, like, actually had a conversation. It was just one day we got to a show early. You guys got to a show early. We had a couple conversations uh some weird interactions with some weird bitch from a show we all felt uncomfortable with her there and our <laughs> friendship bonded damn near immediately yeah so, hey like, you're right. 
so so like my thing is is like if we're headed back to that like i said looks like i'm gonna get lynched and i don't fucking care my best friend is white and i don't care it 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 just there there's so much fucked up shit from our past in american history that like if we're headed that direction like what the fuck dude we have a yeah. We have a quote unquote white guy that is orange running the White House, making white people feel so overly uh, uh, strong about being white that it's dangerous. Yeah, absolutely. But but look, anyone that has listened to Word Up Roberta before knows we're very passionate about what we talk about. But I don't want to keep rambling on about this. I just kind of wanted to get that off my chest a little bit. Uh, I think that both sides are kind of doing. Uh, some damage here and i hope that one day we can all see peace in something so with that being said jordan what was your number one topic you wanted to bring up today okay i'm gonna i'm gonna you you can hear the i'm doing that i I heard it loud and clear i'm doing it live you motherfucking spam calling text sending sons of bitches i literally got a spam text message once that said hello name okay first how did you get my phone number one hello name if you got my phone number you somehow have my information but hello name is how you address me fuck yourself like fuck yourself hello name yeah that's what i'm talking about like you wonder like you ever like wonder like when you get one of those if um you ever wonder if like you get one of those and you're just like, wow, this guy's sitting somewhere, man. And he can't wait to fucking get me. He can't wait for me to answer the fucking phone, you know, because how many times, how many times you think somebody's calling the phone on the spam places and they're like, man, I, I probably made a thousand phone calls a day and maybe six people picked up (laughs) because now with the way cell phones are now, it says spam calls. It makes spam. (laughs) Yeah, it's just potential spam, you know, it's just my fucking mom or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah. But, uh, what does she want? I, what do you want to borrow today? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, you know, I wish you could change your number to spam. So, like, anybody that was trying to call you or anyone you were trying to call, you couldn't just get a hold of. So. Oh, that would be so dope. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't know, man. Like, it's an interesting topic because there's a lot of YouTube videos that, like, dissect these fucking dudes. And they, like, they, like, somehow... Because a lot of these guys will target older people, you know, these these people that are like gullible, you know, when you answer the fucking phone and they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm the fucking king of whatever, man. And I need you to go get a fucking gift card and Western Union it to me, which is the sketchiest shit on earth, by the way. Yes. Anybody with a half a fucking brain can see that. Uh, wow, man, maybe I'm getting played here because I'm just sending the guy twenty five undo you know, through Western union and, and these fucking on these target gift cards, you know, like, cause this is how we do it, man. We get target gift cards and we pay our bills that way. I mean, if only it was that simple, you know, but a lot of spam calls, man. Now look, I got to give it, I got, I got to say something though, man. A lot of spam calls are bill collectors and your boys, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. And like, weaving. That's what I'm saying. Fucking Muhammad Ali style. I'm bobbing and weaving. Like I'm fucking fighting Sonny Liston, you know? Oh shit. I did forget to pay that Capital One bill. Click. <laughs> Click. My bad, dog. My bad, dog. Like my, it's just it's fucking wild. I have I get one every like I, I'd say like once, maybe twice a month. I get one that's like 
hello, is this Sonny or a girl's name? And I'm like, uh, no, you have the wrong number. And then it goes, oh, well, maybe you can help. This is the Pennsylvania State Police, and we're looking for people to, you know, um, what do they say? Uh, what the fuck? They want to have it, 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 It's like they want people to uh, donate to uh, like like a fundraiser to help fund the state police. And I'm like, click. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you call me with like urgency. Like, is this uh, uh, is this Heather? No, you have the wrong number. Oh well. Uh, this is Sergeant whatever from the state police. And we're looking for people to help raise funds. No, click. What the <laughs> fuck? Ha- one, why would I give you my money? Two, hey, get get a fucking job. Literally. <laughs> if you're with the state police and that's what you're doing, you might as well join the Capital One people because I'm ducking you as well. Like, <laughs> what the Christ, fuck? Like, you might as well just call me, you might as well just call me Mike Tyson out here. Fucking yeah. And bombs uh, left and yeah. right. You know, it's 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 a fucking war zone out there with these spam calls, man. But uh yeah, but I mean look, they target older people, so they think, well, man, we'll make a quick couple of bucks because fucking Ruthie over here has been saving her whole life, you know, and now she's got a bunch of fucking money, so why don't we try to scam her out of it? Then they scare a lot of these fucking things are like IRS calls or whatever, and they'll be like, Well, uh, you know, if you don't if you don't pay this bill right now, the state police are going to be on your door. And I'm just like, okay, that doesn't make any fucking yeah. sense. We're sending the SWAT team for uh, 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 a missed co-payment of $25. Please. <laughs> Please. Because my fucking aunt, my aunt Jeannie, fucking, you know, is, is late on her MasterCard bill for 40 yeah. bucks. SWAT and kick the fucking door and you know and the, kill people when they're sleeping. But the ATF, um, the ATF is kicking your door down. Have you? Uh, did you miss your copayment? Oh, I turned off my auto pay. Um, I was actually just gonna manually pay. Oh, my bad. Like what? <laughs> what if things? And I know with the the current climate that we're in right now, but like, what if things were like really blown out of proportion? Like all the time, you know, you're late on your fucking credit card bill and kick the door and like, <laughs> on the fucking floor. <laughs> it's like, it's, yeah, it's like, um, like a, a drug raid, but it's for your fucking $40 auto pay that didn't go through. <laughs> it's 1159 and it's like 1201. They kicked the door. Where the fuck is that 40 bucks? You're like, what the God fuck? Damn it. Don't make me bust your fucking teeth out with a shotgun, man. All right? Joe, so. It's like Joe Pesci in Casino. Just smash the... Or put your head in a vice. Where's that fucking $40? Your eye blows out of the socket. Just fucking... This, but yeah, spam calls can seriously kiss my ass forever. They can kiss my ass forever. I'm sure they can kiss yours as well, correct? Oh, forever. I mean, forever. 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 Well, I mean, look, we're going to transition. This is going to be kind of a rough little transition, but we're going to get into the next topic, buddy. You ready for this one? Ooh. Last week we talked about the Redskins name change, which uh, is something that I think is uh, I, I think is something that's pretty, pretty. you know, it's long overdue. We'll so, say that. The Redskins changing their name is long overdue. And, okay. and Word Up or Bird Up podcast came up with a great name is the Washington Foreskins if they want to be offensive. Absolutely. So, um, so let's, let's kind of take this, me and Shane talked a little bit about this on the heel turn collective podcast, which is available everywhere where you consume podcasts every single Tuesday. But, uh, we talked a little bit about this before 
I don't know. We talked a little bit about this on the show, and I feel like it's something I should bring up now, um, just because I there's a lot of like different views that I didn't get the, a chance to kind of talk about before. Patrick Mahomes got paid five hundred and three million fucking dollars. Okay, when are we going to? When are we going to sit back and realize the Kansas City Chiefs just paid this guy half a billion? Half a billion fucking dollars, Jordan. Could you imagine having that much fucking money, bro? Um, not at all. Not That's, at all. Like, I don't even know. I'm, I'm dead serious. I don't even know why I would begin to start thinking about spending that kind of money. And then you start thinking about, wow, man, that's a lot of money. And then you realize it's a 10-year fucking deal. A 10-year deal? Are you kidding me? 10 years. $503 million. And that's fucking, that's wild to me, man. In the middle of a pandemic where people were out of work, millions of people were out of work, can't get a fucking unemployment, nothing. This guy's getting paid half a billion dollars. If that doesn't really show you the... uh I don't know the classes in this country. Well, I don't know. Well, man, that's a that's a big hard slap in the face, bro. Especially when I got thirteen dollars in my checking account. You know, and this guy's getting paid half a billion. So, when you first heard the Mahomes deal, what did you think of it? Uh, just you know, taking that away. Um. So, one, I'm, I'm gonna bounce around on this one. The first thing is, is um, I like I'm astonished that. If you gave me $100,000, I would think that would be the same amount as half a billion because I'll never see that kind of money. Two, when I seen that deal break over ESPN, I literally was like, NFL is out of their fucking mind because this dude literally could get his knee blown out in, in what do they call it? training camp and never be able <laughs> to play again. This guy signed yeah. a 10-year deal. Five hundred and three million. This mm-hmm. guy could get completely crushed in training camp, even though that that player will probably be beheaded on the fifty hard, fifty yard line if that so happens to happen. But whoa, like I, I think there's some provisions in the contract where uh, it kind of like protects against injury, things like that, and. <laughs> I think the funniest thing coming out of this whole fucking thing, dude, if we're being dead serious, um, I think the funniest thing coming out of this entire like situation is when people openly say this is actually a team-friendly deal for the Kansas City Chiefs. Because in no way do I think when you break it down, and I'm not an NFL GM, and this is I'm just some guy, but to me, $503 million is not a team-friendly deal. New. And I get it, man. Like, look, you're going to have to build around this guy. There's nothing that aggravates me more than when people crown champions before they win. There's nothing that aggravates me more than when people go, man, like, Patrick Mahomes could potentially win three, four, five Super Bowls. And I'm like, yeah, well, so could everybody else. Yeah. That's going to happen, though. Aaron Rodgers, I keep using this example. Aaron Rodgers, everybody says, wow, this guy's going to win three, four, five Super Bowls. He's won one, and he hasn't even been to another one. So you tell me, man. And Aaron Rodgers is probably going to go down as as one of the greatest to ever do it. So for me, I think it's important to kind of use, like, we got to focus in here. We got to talk about the fact 
that everybody's crowning this fucking guy. And, and look, I think Mahomes is a hell of a player. I do. $503 million, though? Is he that fucking good? Is he going to last the 10 years? That's all up in the air, buddy. But if, I think it would be, I think it's an interesting thing to think about what you would do with all that fucking money, man. If, I mean, I think me and you would start a titty bar or something. Oh, right? my gosh, dude. It would be the, it would be, uh, I, the possibilities are so endless that it, it would just, thinking about money like that would just be like fucking insanity. I would, I, yeah. I, I actually, I feel like I would lose my mind mm-hmm. just in the fact that I come from absolutely nothing. Yeah, to even have Boy. one million dollars, I'd be like, Jesus Christ! You want to talk about a rag? You want to talk about a rags to riches fucking story that Lifetime would be salivating over, getting their fucking hands on? It would be if you ever gave me or Jordan Dukes enough money to where we didn't live in poverty anymore. Oh my god, that's because look, I'm 32 goddamn years old. All right. I have never, I have never in my life felt like, wow, I'm financially stable. (laughs) Never, ever. ever. That's not even been in the fucking stratosphere of a conversation that I've had with anybody. And so I think it's really important to break it down and say, look, man, that Mike Trout deal that he got with the Angels was fucking huge. This Mahomes one looks like it's fucking just, I mean, just allowance money compared to that, you know? And, and so Patrick Mahomes becomes the highest paid player, not in football, but in sports, in sports across all of them, which baseball has no salary cap. That's what's fucking blowing my mind. Baseball doesn't have a salary cap. And this guy's getting paid more than any other baseball player, man. Do you think, do you think that Mahomes will live up to the deal? Um, I say he might get one more and that's a big might. But I wanna I wanna bounce back to how you say like the team friendly thing. Um, if Patrick Mahomes was smart, he would, knowing how much he's gonna make in the next ten years, mm-hmm. he would give everyone on that offensive line one million dollars. Oh, because fuck. think about it, think about it. These guys are gonna be potentially saving your life because everybody is gonna want to say, hey. You know, you might be the greatest, but I'm going to take your fucking head off. And if that ends your career, no one's playing that dangerous. But just to say, like, look, you guys, guarantee, like, you're giving this guy the max deal, the biggest deal we'll, we'll, we might ever see. So mm-hmm. if I take this guy out game one, how dumb does the Kansas City Chiefs look? So, oh, absolutely. So let me be the quarterback and say, okay, this doesn't look good as a team-wise. So let me just pay my offensive line, everyone, a million. Let me give some of my receivers some, like, uh, what are they? Let me give them some Amazon. Um, oh, what the fuck do they, when they do shit for Wall Street? Let me give them some. Uh, like like stocks. Yes. Let me give them some stock. Like, let's give each wide receiver 50000 in stocks. Uh, like, give my offense. Like, hey, I got paid, so I'm going to re like, because the only reason why I got paid is because we won. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't only, it's not just because of me. So, like, yeah. let me spread the wealth I got with my offense, even though the defense also helped me win, but the offense is what got us to the next level. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, so- let me pay these guys, my front five or six, a million, give my receivers 50000 in Amazon stock, 
So it looks like, hey, yeah, my team or the the front office of the Chiefs didn't financially say, hey, this is a team-friendly deal. But Patrick Mahomes goes and say, I'm a team guy. I'm going to help out the people that are protecting me because if I don't, hey, guess what? Someone eventually is going to come out and say, hey, that deal is shitty for all of us, but him. Yeah. Yeah, for real. So uh, it'll be interesting to kind of see how it plays out. If there's even an NFL fucking season this year, you know, we're going to have to kind of see how that plays out. But uh, I think in the long scheme, in the long grand scheme of things, I think that uh, it'll be very interesting how it plays out. But uh, for anyone that has checked out some previous episodes, you know, normally how we end the shows, we talk about records that, uh, you know, we, we've been listening to and things like that, but we're going to kind of switch it up today. Jordan had two topics he wanted to kind of touch on to end the show. And I think they're kind of cool. You know, we're going to talk about some stuff we don't normally talk about on the show when we, we talk about movies and things. Uh, and then, and then some more music. And, uh, so Jordan, I'll let you kind of take it away. Um, with, with things that you kind of want to talk about, uh, before we get the fuck out of here. Um, so the first is like movies that forever change the criteria for things like I, I look forward to seeing in newer movies coming out. Um, yeah. so, so like you have a criteria that you base movies on whether or not you'll go see it or not. Yes. And, okay. and uh, I just chose like a quick five or six movies. Mm-hmm. Even if they're trilogies, I'm not going to say like every single trilogy or every single movie in the trilogy. I'm just going to say the yeah. franchise in itself. But these movies, I got they stuck out in such a way that like, I look forward to seeing like, oh, is any other movies going to try and take that formula and bring it to their movie? I'm not saying like still, still a storyline, but like, whoa, that captivated in such a way like the action was right away or that comedy or the way they brought racism to the forefront of the movies. You know, it tied everything together of brotherhood or uh, uh, based uh, racism from both spectrums and brought them together at the end goal. Uh, these are the movies that captivated me in a way that that's what I want to see in movies today. Um, mm-hmm. Django Unchained, the movie. Oh my gosh. Dude. <laughs> of course movie, Django Unchained would be the first fucking. To be. Come on, man. Like I remember seeing that movie for the first time and being like, this is either going to like, people are going to love this or they're going to fucking tear this thing to shreds because it's just like, but the grim reality of it is a lot of people gave Tarantino crap for that movie because of how many times used the N word. What do you think it was like in 1860? <laughs> yeah. It was worse. Yeah. Do you think they were just great? Never. Hey man, how's it going? I don't think so. Anyway, continue. Um, also, he, if he took out those N words in the movie, it wouldn't made, it would have not made for a good movie. Yeah. There wouldn't have been, there's just more to it than, you know, people automatically just, they'll go to, wow, this movie's super fucking racist and it makes white people look bad. White people also thought it was appropriate to have people like do their work and not let them leave. Yeah. Like, are we missing that point? Like when I saw that movie and then I saw kind of the feedback that came from it and some of it was, wow, this is making white people look really bad. (laughs) I'm I hate to be a newsflash for you or a fucking ninth grade history lesson, but <laughs> it was pretty fucking bad back in the 1800s. It wasn't that bad, was it? Uh, yeah, actually, it was terrible. Um, Tarantino, Tarantino's just, you know, he's exaggerating everything. It wasn't that fucking bad, all right? 
Look, man, it wasn't that fucking bad, okay? Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, continue. Um, that from the acting to the storyline to the there's little parts of satire in there that you're like, this is so unreal, but it's so sick. Oh, DiCaprio's the fucking man DiCaprio. in that movie. DiCaprio. Dude, honestly, one of my favorite performances from that movie was just Samuel Jackson. Yeah. I think somebody got I got I think somebody got rooked out of a out of an Oscar for that one. Either it was Sam Jackson or DiCaprio. One of them got rooked for supporting actor. Dude. For sure. Sam Jackson. I honestly, they made him the head house servant. I'm going to say it that way because, uh, yeah, you know, no, on our podcast, on this podcast, right. we're never going to say anything like that. I'm no. a, I'm a person of color, a black man to be very specific. But on this podcast, I'm not going to say those words because they don't come out of my mouth in general. Um, slang, yes. The hard R will never come out of my mouth. I don't care if I'm trying to use it as a, a teaching aspect. That word is not good, even in a teaching aspect. For, that's just from me in general. Um, but uh, on this here podcast, I will never say it. In life, I will never say it. Those, that, those words will never be out of my mouth. But so head servant, but he played that part so well that mm-hmm. I don't even feel like he exaggerated anything. Samuel no. Jackson, if you've watched his performances leading up to this, they all kind of make sense. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. ever let it, Lakeview Terrace, do you remember that movie? Yeah. He was very not okay in that movie with the interracial relation. Yeah. And I got it. it's not like Sam Jackson was being racist, but like they have built this character up in multiple movies to him playing this character in such a, a perfect way that you could have not put another a- actor in that position and had it played that well. Yeah. I think Samuel Jackson, look, Sam Jackson's record in Tarantino movies. Um, really, if you look at, if you look at Pulp Fiction, which is my favorite movie of all time, uh, you got Jackie Brown, an Ooh. underrated film, by the way, Jackie Brown's really underrated. I think it's one of my favorite uh, Tarantino flicks. And then, you know, um, uh, Django and Chain. I think he was in The Hateful Eight, too. I don't think yes. I've seen that one. Yes, it's on, it's on Netflix, and they drop just as many N-bombs. So, um, okay. It's on Netflix. They have two versions of it. They have the regular version, and then they have the extended version of the movie. Yeah, it's broken up into, like, chapters. Yes. I saw that. And it's, pretty wild. It's, it's actually pretty good itself. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, What's a what's another movie you were thinking that was on this list? Um, remember the Titans? Oh shit! That's the go to one. That's a go to one. Whenever somebody's like, "Man, whenever we need to watch a movie like talking about racism, remember the Titans is always at the top of the fucking list because the the message is unbelievable." Oh my gosh! Yes, from beginning to end. I remember the first time I watched it, and it was just weird because. I play like playing football in high school. I was in 10th grade and they made our whole team watch it as a team. I was the only black kid on that team. So it was already like, what the fuck are we doing here? Punxsutawney high school. So so it was just so weird because I'm like, uh, are we trying to like address something here? Uh, (laughs) I, I don't know why we're watching this. 
but then they followed up with We Are Marshall. So I was like, oh, okay, like, fuck. This is just the football movies that they're showing. But the first time I watched it, I, like, fell in love almost immediately because not only was it about football, but the main topic was racism, and it brought such a uh, – it was very eye-opening. Because yeah. for them to make that a movie, and I believe it's a Disney movie, Mm-hmm. For them to be like, like Coach Coon, and you're like, whoa, like fuck, and like I always thought I was, thought, I was like, why are they calling Scott yeah, Coach Coon? Honestly, and- I didn't even know that was a like a racial thing for the longest time, and I don't remember where it was like where I was at where that was brought up, and they're like, do you remember that part? And I was like, yeah, I just never understood it, and they're like, it's a it, like that's a racist thing, and I was like, oh shit. Whoa! Like now, put that together. Jesus Christ! Yeah, like so. It was little stuff like that, and and that movie was just so important that I'll go back and watch it like a night that I can't sleep. It'll be like three or four in the morning, and I'll put that on, and it still hits me every single time because I'm like, this is such an important movie that I feel like at the time watching it. Yes, it had it hit me in a way. But the more I watch it and the older I get, it is such an underrated but very, very important movie that, like, we stray away from topics that make people uncomfortable, especially in the Disney realm. So, Mm -hmm. like, for Disney to be like, yeah, let's go ahead and put this out is, like, Disney was like, yeah, this is something that's, like, it's going to touch on every base. It's very important. By the end, like the 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 white dude that did, did not like the black dude at the beginning, they end up being best friends. And by the end, he spoiler you know, alert! <laughs> Jesus Christ! People that listen to this that have never seen that fucking movie, don't spoil it. It's twenty twenty. If you have not watched, remember the fucking Titans. Get the fuck out! Why are you listening to this podcast? Go watch it right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck have you been doing? Yeah. There's two. There's two things that I pull away from that movie that I that I. Uh, that I, I think are kind of important. The first one is how fired up do you get when that guy says, if they gain another yard, you blitz all night. I'm fuck. I'm not even on the football field. I got, you know, I got 60 rack of fucking DP beside me Doritos. And I'm like, man, I'm ready to go tackle some motherfuckers. I'm ready to go hit the bag. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready to go, you know, strong and, uh, side. absolutely strong side shit. You know, another thing that I pulled away from that movie, one of the funniest memes I've ever seen, is how people just gloss over what a liability Ryan Gosling was at State. <laughs> Absolute liability. Like, Blows just, by him every time. And even Bertier in the movie says he blows by you every single time. I think he was talking about the offensive lineman. I don't fucking know. But like um, but yeah, so absolute liability that Ryan Gosling, I don't care how good he is at safety, he was he was not very good. So Let's uh let's move on to the third movie that you would like to discuss in in this uh particular issue. My fucking jam of a movie. Hate me, love me, I don't fucking care. Saturday Night Fever with John Travolta. Get the fuck, dude, get the fuck you out of here. Hear me, dude. The BG soundtrack or the the BG on. the soundtrack. On. You hear Yo. me? You hear me? John Travolta. Saturday Night Fever. The man is a beast on the dance floor. And the line, I'm going to say word up 
or bird up line of the week. Uh, uh, fuck, I'm fucking it up already. You almost, you almost hurt, what does he say? You almost hurt my what a- pussy finger. Oh, man, dude, that part kills me every time. They Hold on. You, yes. Hold on. So, if I can say this with a little dexterity here, um, a, a fully cultured black man like yourself, you watch Saturday Night Fucking Fever. Yes, sir. And that's a movie you think is appropriate anytime. 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 Wait, we're talking about the same fucking movie when John Travolta's got the big afro and he's out there on the disco floor really just busting some moves. Dude, cutting the carpet. Burning the rug, dog. Damn, dog. Burning the rug. Burning the rug. This man, literally, sex symbol and all, the full head of hair, John Travolta. Hold on, hold on, accent. Mm. Hold on, dude. I just fucking pictured little baby Jordan Japan. Whoa, you motherfucker. Yo, sitting there watching fucking Saturday Night Fever on TBS Superstation or whatever. (laughs) Being like, wow, this guy's tearing up the fucking rug right now, bro. Like, get the fucking Saturday Night Fever. Saturday Night Fever, dude. That movie is so dope. So dope. I and I can't wait to see people talk shit, especially you. I don't know why you even dropped the J bomb in this motherfucker, but count your blessings because an end is coming to your life. You heard that here. But um, <laughs> Saturday Night Fight, not Saturday Night Fever is so fucking dope. I I just really enjoy that fucking movie. I the the dancing, the, it, it it is. A dope fucking movie for Look, let's fucking let's just move on. All right, go fuck yourself. Saturday Night Fever rule. I'm already sick to my fucking stomach. Saturday Night Fucking Fever. I guarantee um, we get new listeners just because of this. And I'm still, I'm Dukes, stoked. it's the sheets to Saturday Night Fever soundtrack, Ooh, man. Beating cheeks, counting, uh, going 20 toes, smushing softies, fuck jams. Saturday Night Fever, yes. Um, my next movie is a franchise. Actually, my last two movies are franchises. Um, the first one is the Scream franchise. Okay. Okay, I, I remember. I, I really like those fucking movies. Um, yeah. I remember when I was a kid and Scream 2 was on pay-per-view. And I always thought it was super fucking scary. Because I hated, like, you know, Christ. If you saw any members of my family, you would see that. You know, horror isn't really something that it's second nature to me. But, uh, and my dad would always make the famous line, God damn, son. These people are so ugly around here that Stephen King wouldn't even have to put a mask on to make a monster. <laughs> but uh, but uh, so Scream 2 was on pay-per-view. And I just remember being like, wow, I'm super fucking scared. And I remember I saw the first one entirely too young, which is something that I think a plague on everyone's existence, seeing movies way too fucking young. And Scream was one of those movies. And I didn't know until years later that Wes Craven actually made those as like parodies. There's actually like spoof movies of like those old slasher films, Halloween and shit. Uh, But I remember when uh, she was hanging from her fucking intestines at the beginning of the movie. What the fuck is going on right now? And being like nine or 10, just being like, what the hell, man? I I, I don't get it. So and, and the, um, the steam coming off of her intestines, I was like, shit. 
That's so yeah. dope. Yeah, no, I, I I got you, but uh, I uh, I think it's interesting. Um, like I'm a big horror fan. I am. I love horror movies. Like I do. I just love being scared. I just think that there's some kind of like adrenaline rush to being scared. And I think that, Ooh, who doggy? Like there's a lot to kind of dissect. I don't think scream is my favorite horror movie. I don't think those series of movies are my favorite horror movies. I think it jumped the shark after the first one for being honest. But I think that it's, it's kind of an important movie for any young uh, horror fan, especially growing up when we did, when those movies were like all the rage, you know, you kind of saw. Uh, but what 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 is it particularly that drew you to that film series? Um, honestly, the the killer in every movie, um, because it changes, and the more the the way the movies progress, how the the rules of a horror movie change because. Every time someone dies, literally the script is changing every single time. And that right there is like a big thing to me because I really like horror movies. So like mm-hmm. they're not following that traditional horror horror story, like the the rules. So like for that franchise, I was like, how can they keep making these movies and how can they keep impressing me? And for some odd reason, they fucking did every single movie. So, like, I, by the fourth one, that fourth one had me fucked up. Like, by the the, the end of the fourth, and I'm not even going to give it away, even though it's been out for so long. And they just announced, uh, I want to say a month ago, they're going to be making a fifth. Which is, that, that I'm like, hell yeah, Cindy Prescott, fuck them up. Um, but... Hopefully this will be the last one because with her getting up in age, I don't want to see the scram the scream franchise turn into the Jamie Lee Curtis of the Halloween yeah. franchise. I don't need fucking I don't need Cindy Campbell being fucking sick. Yeah, exactly. The Jamie Lee Curtis because I went and saw that new Halloween movie. Fucking butt cheeks. Butt cheeks. I hated it. Both thumbs down yeah. and a money grab at best. Oh, absolutely. It was terrible. Yeah, I'd say so. So, um, but uh, that brings us to the last movie in the series, which I, after hearing Saturday Night Fever and Scream and Django Unchained, I can't fucking wait for you to unload this one. And I swear to God, if it's the Lord of the Rings, I'm going to get up and fucking run out of the room. (laughs) Before, before I go to the last one, uh, I got to like one last, like, I I hope you've seen it as well. Well, you, you already said you've seen it, but you notice that in this hell or in that Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis, why did she seem like she was a Vietnam vet with all those booby traps and shit? I was like, Jesus. was this lady like- in fucking Vietnam? She she was a war veteran. Now she's going to war with Michael fucking Myers with literally like bombs and shotguns. Yeah. And I was like, this lady is ready to go to war. She's gonna fight Vietnam by herself. Like, yeah. oh, what the fuck? When she put him in the basement and set the house on fire, I was like, this motherfucker's going to survive. Yes. There's no way it kills him, yeah. right? And at the end, what do you know? Oh, here he is. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, I just, man. I'm glad I'm not the only one that noticed that Jamie Lee Curtis, had a, 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 after all these years, they finally put her in a movie where she came out of Vietnam and was like, I, I'm going to kill this motherfucker one way or another. And we were all like, boo. No, you won't. <laughs> like, um, Jamie Lee 
Rambo over yes, here. Yes, yes. <laughs> so uh, like, but- John Rambo's sister. Um, but Fuck. my last movie, and I think you're going to be happy about this, this trilogy, which I hope turns into no longer just a trilogy, but they, the full franchise, is the Friday trilogy. Friday, next Friday, and Friday after next. All those movies are on such a great comedic value. I think I said yeah. that word right. Um, yeah. Those movies are so good and so funny that nobody is making movies like that. Ice Cube directed or wrote that movie so perfect, that trilogy so perfect, that nobody has a- been able to touch their own movies in such a way that it's going to draw me. The Friday yeah. movie with fucking Smokey the, the, and uh, Devo next Friday with baby Joker and you know, Friday after next baby. Oh, fucking baby D my bad. I forgot baby D. Uh, and my man Roach doing the X game shit off the counter. Um, Mm -hmm. Friday after next with, uh, (laughs) money, Mike, uh, uh, Mike apps or Mike apps, uh, cat Williams playing a pimp. He had yeah. the sore pimps and hoes. Uh, like those movies were written so perfect. The yeah. acting was so good. Every scene was so funny. And even a little shit like Friday. <laughs> yeah. Big, no, no. Big worm. I mean, big perm. I mean, big worm. Like, yeah, that shit I mean, is so funny. You're right. And, and I remember an early conversation I had with you. Uh, we were actually talking about the Friday movies. They were like, yo, motherfucker, you got to check out Friday After Next. And I'm like, shit's weak, all right? Still never seen it. Look, I, I don't care what you say, man. I will never watch that fucking movie. Because I think the first two are pretty perfect. I Now, I do prefer Friday over Next Friday. I do. I think the original is the best one because Debo's the fucking man. You got Big Worm, Smokey. You know, you got everybody, you know... Where do you think by Felicia came from? It's not something somebody came up with. It's fucking from that movie. But um, next Friday was really good, though. It had a lot of good characters in it. I always thought that, uh, you know, doing the X Games shit off the counter, you know, and stuff. I always thought that kind of <laughs> funny because I was like, that would be me if I was thin enough to ride a fucking skateboard. That would be me doing the X Games shit off of, you know. And then I always figured me and you would be him and, and Roach. So <laughs> I figured that would be our friendship in a nutshell. Um, and then breaking into some dude's house to end the fucking movie, you know, that is Jordan and Lance written all over it, you know, and what can possibly go fucking wrong with this? But, uh, I think it's, I, I think they're good movies. I do. Uh, the third one, I, I still haven't seen. I'm kind of on a boycott just because of how good you think they are. I don't want them to be that. I don't want it to be that good. So I just won't watch it. Whoa, pretend like it's whoa, 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 whoa. You haven't seen the third. Look, dude, you also Saturday Night Fever is an appropriate fucking movie. So you can kiss my ass. Okay. One, go fuck yourself. Two, the third one is so funny that there's parts in that movie that I think you specifically would fucking like, you might pause it and call me and be like, why am I, like, I know that you overhype this shit, but like, why am I just now watching this 10 years later? And why is it so fucking funny? Like, I don't know. I don't know about that, big dog. Craig's dad, Mr. Willie Jones. Like, Mr. Willie Jones. Mr. That's Willie me. Jones. Like, that's me. 
the the ball Johnson that the ball Johnson dance. Like I'm telling you, that movie is so fucking funny. That whole trilogy, but dude, uh, uh, fucking when Baby Joker's trying to get in the fucking door, he's like, "No more locked doors," and he's like, <laughs> he's like talking with that girl's ass, like her butt cheeks. Come no, on, We've all been there. Oh my god, we've all been there. Jesus, we've Christ. all fucking been there. But uh, but I mean, look, man. I mean, all the movies you brought up are—they all have their value, except for Saturday Night Fucking Fever. So oh, fuck uh, I think that I think they're all strong contenders for things that we should look at. If you haven't seen any of these fucking movies, what have you been doing for the last twenty goddamn years for real? Because the newest one's probably Django, and that came out ten years ago. So you know where the fuck you've been at. But uh, yep. Yeah, so I, I I wanted to give you the floor and talk about that because you were telling me that, uh, man, I kind of want to talk about these things, so why the fuck not here on Word Up, Roberta? But uh, typically how we end the shows, we talk about records that uh, we've been listening to this week and for bands to check out, but we're actually going to switch that up this week as well. Uh, Jordan told me about some bands that he's been really vibing on lately and, and bands that kind of made him see the world a little bit differently, and now we are going to discuss them right now before we get the fuck out of here. So, Jordan. Without further ado, what are the bands that have kind of changed your outlook on life lately? Bands or forever. Bands and hip hop groups that have just like fuck with me lyrically, beat wise, or just instrumentally. Um, the first one I remember receiving uh, a CD. My first CD ever as a gift. I was in fifth grade. I think I was turning like eleven, ten or eleven. My brother gave me a, a duct tape CD player and it didn't even come with a case. There was a CD already in it. And he just said, don't tell mom I gave it to you. And it was three, six mafia. When the smoke clears this fucking hip hop group mm. fucked me up because everyone in the fifth grade was listening to like the now, the now compilation CD. Now that's what I call yeah. fucking 15. Or yeah. <laughs> So, Jesus like, Christ. the fact that I had a actual hip-hop album, the fact that I had an unedited CD, the fact that I had a CD player in the fifth grade, I was the fucking cool kid on the block. Well, but hell yeah. This CD had me fucked up start to finish. I could, I only had that CD, so I only listened to that CD until my batteries died. So... <laughs> For the people Jeez. listening that are from our generation, understand. To the people that aren't from our generation, they're like, your batteries died. Listen, we didn't we we didn't start off with fucking uh uh MP3 players and iPods. We had tape nope. players and CD players, and they ran nope. on double A fucking batteries and, and you they hoped, would die. Yeah, and you hoped that you got an anti-skip CD oh, player no. because otherwise it was fucking nonstop just just nonstop madness, you, you know, what's going on. So you, I, you, you were literally, if you didn't have an anti-skip CD player, you were like, Oh, I didn't know they had a remix. This is DJ. Fuck up. Fuck up. Like, you know, Millie, you know, but, um, there was a couple of CDs like that when I was a kid. I remember somebody gave me Adam Sandler's comedy CD. And Jesus Christ, just hear me out. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm just, a. I'm just a thoroughbred here, but <laughs> um, somebody gave me like Adam Sandler's comedy CD. And I remember sitting down and like listening to it on a real low volume, because if you've ever heard Adam Sandler's comedy album, 
there's some pretty racy shit on there. There's some stuff that's pretty, pretty aggressive for a kid in fourth grade to be listening to. But uh, I did, and I had the volume turned way down. And I remember that used to be for hip-hop, too. My mom used to openly listen to Tupac when I was in the car, and I was just like, I don't think this music is appropriate. I don't <laughs> for think it's appropriate me. for me now. And I'm 32. You know, I don't think it's appropriate for me now. But uh, anyway, what's, a, what's another band you might be sniffing at? Um, I, we had talked off air, and I told you this one, and you immediately started roasting me. So I fucking hate terror. Something. Um, actually, it's not terror yet. I have. Okay. I, I will get to them, and you will roast me yet again. But it is yep. Alien Ant Farm. Um, Alien fucking Ant Farm, dude. The Alien really? Ant Farm, their first album anthology. Honestly, every song on there is a heater. The only song Please. that completely sucks and should be left off is their cover of Smooth Criminal. The video is cool as fuck, but the song blows dick. It is not Hold a good on. song. <laughs> Make sure you look up Fubu Master Flex on Twitter. Fubu Master X Flex on Twitter. And fucking roast him for saying that Saturday Night Fever and Alien Ant Farm in a best of series is appropriate at all. Because it is not. Alien Ant Farm, really. Continue. Go fuck yourself, Lance. Okay. Alien Ant Farm, I remember. Back when MTV had music videos, they I remember them coming on and I was like, what is this? Why am like in the first time I, I seen I was watching the video, but it was I was at somebody's house and the volume wasn't up. It was just I was watching it and I was like smooth criminal like Michael Jackson, like what the fuck? But I was only watching the video with no volume. And then I finally like seen it the next day and I turned the volume up. I hate that cover, but, <laughs> but my friend's dad bought him that CD and I fell in love with the CD. They there's fucking songs on that CD that I'm like, what the fuck? Like this band is actually like dope as hell. And it's not even the, the, the song that they're known for. You know, I'm seconds away from fucking finding you and putting you in the Indian death lock. <laughs> no, you cannot take the pain. Like we can't even get through this segment without like, look, okay. Like alien and from now I like some obscure fucking new metal records. Papa Roach infest is fucking sick. That CD sick. Like, but a lot of people would probably say, say, say the same thing about Papa Roach, but Alien Ant Farm's on a whole fucking different level. That band had one hit, and it wasn't even that good. And the other song that I heard, that movie song, sucks. Go listen. Now, Lance, I know I will you're going to say, I go will fuck not. yourself. You're going to tell me to go fuck myself, and you'd rather listen to Garth Brooks or whatever that bullshit you sent me a few weeks back. But go listen to the song Courage and or Wish. There is... Uh, I'm trying to think which one's the heavier one. I'm going to say Wish. I'm going to say Wish. Listen to the first 30 seconds of that song and say, actually, this song isn't bad. So you can unfuck yourself and thinking that whole album is trash. So my next artist before you start roasting me again, because I know you're not going to listen to Alien Air Farm. Um, they're a band that you probably never listened to. Um, 
They're a New York hardcore band. Um, they're called Sub Zero. Um, the first time I ever heard them, they were on Headbangers Ball at like eleven thirty at night on MT uh, MTV Two. I think it was on MTV Two. I was in like ninth grade and I heard this fucking song and I was like, "Yo, turn that up!" And like the song before it was fucking Hate Breed and I was like. I don't know what this fucking station is or what it is because I have basic cable, but this fucking rules because I was at somebody else's house because, you know, being poor and not having dish or whatever satellite, I didn't have had had bangers ball or MTV two, but this kid did. Um, I also found kill switch engage at that same time. So like those now we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. I knew you would like that, but I found sub zero on that. And I was like, what the fuck? Where are these bands coming from? And why is MTV two so much better than the MTV music videos? Um, so New York hardcore sucks balls. Go fuck yourself. All no the way. way. All no the way. way. I know it fucking blows, man. Agnostic Front. <laughs> hate that fucking band, bro. <laughs> oh, okay, the, Cro-Mag, the fucking Cro-Mags, bro. I don't give a shit about the Cro-Mags. <laughs> I don't care about any of these fucking New York hardcore bands. They all blow. And I get it. Man, how can you have no fucking, like, history in the hardcore scene? Look, if that's what I listened to when hardcore was first out, I wouldn't listen to hardcore fucking today. I can tell you that right now because that band, those bands suck fucking balls. Anyway, continue. Um, I, I... That sounds exactly fucking like them. Um, actually... Copy and paste. I, I'll send you I will send you a link of said song I've seen on MTV two Headbangers Ball. Uh I know MTV two or MTV is listening. Bring Headbangers Ball back, please. Um but I will send you that video I seen and you'd be like, actually this doesn't sound like the New York hardcore that I uh know that I know the sound that you're talking about that you absolutely hate. This band does not sound like that, at least to me. Um yeah, but Sub Zero is one of those bands that I was like I dove head first into as soon as I found out. I found them on LimeWire, the rest of the album. Never bought it, and then for some reason, I think my mom found that I I literally was listening to those songs from this band, and she bought me their CD from Fye. So I finally got it. Like I don't know, two years later after I had illegally downloaded it. Um. Just a dope overall New York hardcore band that really fuck with me and I really like. Um, my next band slash, he's a, he is in a band. He's had I two. He probably has had more bands. I just don't know. Um, he is a movie director. You have you also like dislike. Um, Rob Zombie. I knew I I knew as soon as I'd say it, you'd like either fart or burp or fire a gun in the air because you have, you don't give a fuck. Rob Zombie <laughs> rules. Rob Zombie yeah. rules from the twisted metal. He was on twisted metal. Uh, his movies, house of a thousand corpse, El Bistro, devil's rejects, three from hell, Lord to Salem, the Halloween movies. Um, fuck. Look, man, I, the only thing that fucking matters is hillbilly deluxe. That's the ooh. only thing that matters. Ooh. Anything past Hillbilly Deluxe can kiss my ass. But, uh, dude, come on now. Dude, Super Beast, that song is fucking hard, man. I, Super Beast and Living Dead Girl and Dragula. 
Um, okay, so you're only saying what everybody else knows. Uh huh. Songs you need to check out. Is terribly mediocre. Speak show, baby. Uh, yeah. Return of Phantom Stranger. Dude, look. You- Rob Zombie's this artsy fucking movie guy to everybody else, but it's a fucking gimmick, man. It's a wrestling gimmick. I don't like his movies. I don't really like his music very much. Like, it's too. It's too industrial for me, I guess you would say, but, uh, I just don't give a shit about Rob Zombie. I don't care about Marilyn Manson. I don't care about a lot of these bands. I don't mean to be shutting on everybody's parade if you're the biggest Rob Zombie fan in the world, but anything after Hillbilly Deluxe is just horribly average. Um, I'm going to act like you didn't speak or exist right now. Go fuck yourself. Okay. Um, Sound. Uh, he, to be honest, he's a very short dude. <laughs> just since you're, you're already roasting him, I'm just going to say when I met him, if it wasn't for his nine-inch platform shoes, I would have towered over him like Andre the Giant. And I'm not a tall person. So <laughs> let's just say that much. Um, Rob Zombie cannot be showing up. Cannot be showing up like that. Yes. Uh, my next is, my next artist is the Wu-Tang Clan. We have already spoke about the Wu-Tang Clan. They, mm-hmm. they make great music. The beats are great. The series is great. On Hulu, they have another series, like a bio-documentary that's not like an acting series. It's all of the members um, talking about Wu-Tang, how they became. It's uh, of Mike's and Men on uh, Showtime, I believe. I also think someone was cool enough to put it on uh, YouTube, the whole series. I think it's a four-part series, but it's real dope. Um, Wu-Tang Clan, another fucking uh, hip-hop group um, that had always just... They attracted me in ways that I was like, damn, this is something, uh, the, the music, the Kung Fu references, the beats, uh, I, we, I just feel like I can't say enough. I really like this group. They, they're going to be one of my all time favorites. I'll probably put them in my top 10. I don't have a, I, to go down that list right now. I'm not going to, that's a, for another day, as you would say. Um, but they're in my top 10. Uh, I'm going to go to an uh, artist that you are going to agree with me 1,000%. And if you have an, anything starky to remove or say, I'm going to remove myself from this podcast for the rest of the episode. But I know you're not going to. The band is Corn. Yep. I love Corn, man. I got a Corn tattoo on my fucking leg because I love that band. First band I ever saw live, man. Uh, Project Revolution 2004. The main stage was Linkin Park, Corn, Snoop Dogg, The Used, and Less Than Jake. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty fucking... Thinking about, thinking about that in hindsight, what I just said, it's hard, to, it's hard to fathom that I saw Less Than Jake and The Used live. Um Snoop Dogg was cool. Corn fucking blew me away because I remember the first time I ever heard "Follow the Leader." I was like, "This record is fucking unbelievable, man!" Like this, I don't know. It's just there's something about it—the way they tune their guitars and things like that—that is just fucking wild. And that is a band that I will. They're probably you said the Wu Tang is probably in your top ten. I would say Corn is probably in my top five favorite bands of all time. I love that band. Uh, their late, their their latest shit, the last three records or so, have been they've been okay. They've had a couple of hits on them, but I mean that early shit, man. Everything except Life Is Peachy, the self titled record, Follow the Leader, Issues, Untouchables. Uh, those albums are fucking gold. Take a look in the mirrors. Okay, that's when they kind of started going down the hill. See you on the other side. Bleh. Um, and then that fucking dubstep CD, which can forever right. fucking. 
I remember, I remember uh, someone going, I know you like corn. I was like, yeah. They're like, did you hear their new dubstep stuff? And I remember it was like, one, no, I didn't know they were coming out with that. And two, I'm not going to fucking listen to it. They're like, why? It's so good. Dubstep rules. And I was like, one, you're on drugs. Two, dubstep is trash. And it shouldn't be even considered fucking music. So the Jesus. fact that corn and dubstep are in the same sentence, go fuck yourself. So uh-huh. um, I, I think I actually listened to one song off that album. And I was so like turned off by it that I was like, I'm just going to act like this album does not exist. <laughs> like, yeah, that's it. I'm, you know. if, if we're looking at a whole body of work, I'm going to act like those like two years of that, like Skrillex, Skrillex experiment that they were doing does not exist at all. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. That, I mean, that's look, we could go on, we could do an entire episode on corn. It actually isn't a bad idea. Word up Roberta presents corn, a retrospective, but, uh, I think that, uh, look, I think that Corn uh, is one of those bands that are more influential than people want to give them credit for, especially in the type of music that we listen to. I think that, especially nowadays, I think in a lot of modern metalcore, you see a lot of Corn influence. And look, man, I had the Adidas track pants like everybody else, the two stripes, you know? So, I mean, I, I did what I had to do for the cause, right? Down for the new metal. You have Absolutely. To. So let's bring it to the last uh, last band here, Jordan, before we get the fuck out of here, which I know what you're going to say, and it's going to piss me off, but go ahead anyway. Um, It is Terror. I don't think I've ever seen a more underwhelming live band than Terror. You're so I know, a I mean, fucking <laughs> motherfucker. I was going to say so many other things, but I'll save that for off air because I'm going to call you out of your motherfucking name. Um, Come on, man. Like, for real. Like, I'm yeah. being dead serious here. And I know people are going to say, well, man, there's fucking stage dive cities and shit. Like, and I'm, and I get it, man. For me, my fat ass, I'm never going to stage dive in my life. So stage <laughs> dives fucking matter to me. Uh, I think Terror's music is incredibly average. I do. I just think it's average. I think Scott Vogel's cool. I think his vocals are cool. I think what they stand for is cool. But for me to sit here and say, man, I can pick a Terror song out and be like, wow, this song is a fucking heater. Never happens. Never. They're always that band that I know exactly what it sounds like. Like it's, I get it, man. Like it's like terror is just one of those bands. Terrible. I'm going to cut you off there. And the, the noise or guitar strumming you just made was literally, um, thunder kiss 65 from white zombie. So please don't put them in the same category as white zombie. Look, okay. So, let me just say this, and then I'll let you take the floor before we get out of here. Let me just say this real quick. I don't hate terror. I think terror is kind of actually influential in, in hardcore music. I hate how overrated that band is. They're so... Everybody you talk to, man, terror this, terror that, terror this. I don't think terror's drawn a fucking dime in their life. I've never seen them do a headlining tour that fucking sold out rooms, and I never did either, so it's hard for me to kind of say. But, like... For as many fans, quote unquote, that they have, I don't see them selling a bunch of fucking merch and all this shit. And I could be wrong because I see terror shit everywhere. But I don't know. Just not the band for me. I'll let you take the floor, buddy. Um, I don't. So now that you say that, I've like I I'm a I I I remember one of the ho- first actual hardcore bands that I like dove all the way in was Terror. Um, it was sick of it all. It was Ignite, 
even though a lot of people don't like fucking Ignite because the dude sings. Those bands mm-hmm. were like very important to me because I just related to the lyrics so much more in the eighth and ninth grade. And the older I get, I could go back and listen to those records and it reminds me of fucking ninth grade where I was like, what the fuck yeah. am I in life? Like what am mm-hmm. I what do what do I see in life? What a and I didn't see terror until I was fucking eighteen. So that was another five years, maybe. Well, well yeah. no. What what would I have been in ninth grade? Fifteen, sixteen? So oh, fuck it. three or four years. Three or four years I then I finally got to see terror. But it was yeah. like it now, reminds full me. Full disclosure. I let me just cut you off here real quick. Full disclosure. I'm more of a metal guy anyway. Like hardcore's never really spoke to me like it has other people. I've always been into like just metal, like you know, as I lay dying, kill switch engage, things like that. Hardcore never really struck a chord with me. I have, I, I like hardcore bands. I like bands like Sixty Your Guns, and I really like the band Ignite. But I wouldn't really call them hardcore. They're like a post hardcore. Post hardcore, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, I, I like a few hardcore bands. It's just not my, it's not my flavor. So. Um, for me, say, standing on a soapbox and saying "Terror fucking sucks," I don't mean it like that. I just, I just don't listen to hardcore like that. You know, bands like fucking, you know, Zabulba and fucking, you know, bands like that that are just, just this utterly meat too, too fucking you know? heavy for exactly these fucking these meathead bands. I don't know. Anyway, continue. That's you know, you're you're speaking to my soul at that point because that that's the shit I like. I, you know, that I. I feel like that's why we get along and we talk so much shit to each other is like you, you have your realm of metal and new metal and melodic hardcore that you like. And then I have like the beat down more violent, less accepted hardcore. No, uh, no, I, I got you. So yeah, like, that's I, I feel like even, even when you don't like the bands or like, like terror, you're, you don't feel that influence or like, you don't care for uh, that style. Um, I, I, I think that's why we get along so much is because there's just different aspects of music that you like, and there are different aspects of the music I like. And Mm -hmm. like we said at the beginning of this podcast, there's different opinions that are acceptable. And then there's the ones that we're just like, you're so out of control with your opinion that you need to be deleted out of life. Absolutely. So that's, I mean, I'm glad we don't want to, yeah, we went yeah I'm, I'm glad we are too. So yeah, I'm I'm glad we are too. I don't mean to speak over you there. Oh, you're good. You're good. I, I think it's important to kind of uh, look. Terror. I do a show with with Jay Johnson every single week. We talk about AEW. It's called One with the Undercard. We got that name from a Terror record. One with the Underdog. One with the underdog. You know, it's the same fucking thing. So um, I understand the the influence Terror has, and it's just not my. It's just not my. It's just not my thing. You know, I, I'm more of like a. I need something of substance with my riffs. I don't need just straight palm muting and shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> but Jesus uh, Christ, Jordan, I think that brings us to the end of the show, buddy. I, and, I think uh, it does. Hey, look, we got all kinds of cool shit coming up down the pike. Uh, we got some cool retrospective shows. We've been talking about kind of doing, uh, taking certain things and, and kind of breaking them down, uh, how they influence me and Jordan. And I think, you know, we, we have a couple of those episodes down the pike. We also have the ancestry kit, we are going to fucking swab our mouths and send the other, send the other, you know, send the results to the other person and read them a lot aloud on, on air. So that should be fun. Uh, make sure while you're at it, go check out the heel turn collective uh, on Facebook. Give us a like, 
make sure you check out all of our other shows as well. Uh, me and Jordan do this show every single Sunday, Word Up Roberta. Uh, we also have a show, the Heel Turn Collective Podcast, with me and Shane Riley, another guy involved in the uh, in the product. And, and we do that show every single Tuesday. We talk about all kinds of cool shit. We just talked to Andy from A Plea for Purging, the vocalist. Um, if you haven't checked that episode out, please do. Uh, we also, every Friday, me and Jay Johnson talk about AEW Dynamite, uh, one with the undercard, and we also have that show. So we have three shows of original content every single week. Make sure you check those out. And also check us out on Twitter, at Collective Heal with me. What is your Twitter name, Jordan? Um, at Fubu Master X Flex. Come talk that Absolutely. shit. Absolutely. Come talk that shit. Uh, we also got a lot of cool things we're kind of unveiling down the pike here. We got a Twitch channel we're going to start doing. We got a YouTube channel we're going to start doing. So we have all kinds of content for you to check out and make sure that you just follow us on all those. Make sure also when you're listening to us on whatever means you listen to your podcast that you're rating us, uh, let us know how we're doing. You know, uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify both have ways to rate, so make sure you're doing that. But uh, yeah, Jordan, that's all the house cleaning, buddy. Do you have any final thoughts before we get the fuck out of here? Um, I, I, I think that we have hit like everything like spot on today. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I feel like the art of what we're doing is it's like super dope. And a lot of people mm-hmm. like, you know, off, off air, the horsemen, which is, you know, us as a collective has spoke about. There's so many podcasts doing this and mm-hmm. we're just trying to do what is entertaining to us. So like anyone that has even listened to the first two minutes, they've listened to the whole thing. Like we appreciate it. If you don't like it, let us know if there's yeah. something that you feel like we need to correct or say better, or uh, we have labeled something, you know, not right. Let us know. Cause then we'll correct it on the next podcast. The next time Absolutely. we're speaking of, uh, you know, with, within the LGBTQ, uh, community if there's a letter or uh, a pronunciation that we have said incorrectly that deals with that or if it's offensive let us know because we'll either correct it and you know apologize or anything because this is a uh uh, it's a time-consuming thing that we take very seriously as much shit as we talk and as funny and as much shit as we talk on each other to each other on this podcast the serious topics that we hit we want to make sure that we're inclusive, but we're also correct in those things. So Absolutely. Like anybody that's listening, like I said, two minutes or the whole the whole episode, please, you know, let us know that we're uh, we're saying things correctly. If you're offended, let us know because if we're saying things wrong, I want to be right, and I don't want to not include everyone. Now, if you're you're uh, uh, a racist and you're you know white supremacist, go fuck yourself. I'm not correcting shit for you, but if you're yeah. You're a part. You're a minority, or you're a part of the LGBTQ, or I've uh, mispronounced something that it deals with those uh, those things. Please let us know. I, I'm I'm more than willing to learn. Uh, I know it's weird that I threw this in at the end, and I I know that you didn't see this coming, but I just want people to know that like we're taking this very seriously, even though our subjects aren't not of all seriousness. But like when we do come to the serious topics. Uh, that feedback that we get, I think that it's going to help us to improve. And I think that it's very important that we, we uh, include everyone and we do it the right way and correctly. So yeah. um, I know that you, you probably could touch on that as well, but um, it just hit me out of nowhere that I'm like, I want everyone that listens to this to feel like 
very included unless you're a racist white supremacist go like i said go fuck yourself but like mm-hmm. anybody else if we have mispronounced something if we have not included like the the right letters in the lgbtq um let us know uh in the comments you can message us on twitter facebook instagram um we will have a website there's things that are coming that you can contact us um mm-hmm. hell if I, I, at some point, if you want to be a guest and there's things that you want to talk about, message us. If we find that it's uh, you have a great point to make or you 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 think that what you have to talk about is interesting and we, we probably can touch on things or hear your opinion that we, neither of us have touched on already, let us know. We'll, you know. we'll find a way to bring you in and make this, you know, bigger than what we can already do. Um, like I yeah. said, this is we talk of importance on here. We also talk shit on here. So like, mm-hmm. if you want to be a part of that, or like I said, you want to correct us on things that we have mispronounced or not correctly done, let us know. Because yeah. the only way we can get better week to week is by being correct. Yeah, by by having that feedback. And I couldn't yeah. have said that any better. You know, we uh, we take this shit insanely seriously. I know we say a lot of it lighthearted, but a lot of us on the shows here that. Yeah, we, we just want to come out with entertaining content that we feel like can connect with people. So uh, if you feel like we connect with you on that level, please let us know. Either way, you know, whether it's bad or good, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not really, uh, I'm not a, the type of guy that, that takes shit offensively. So if you say, Lance, you can fuck right off. Hey, man, I get it. It's not the first time it's ever been said to me. Probably won't be the last. So uh, if you like what we're doing here, please check out everything we got going on. If you feel the need to correct us, please do it as well. Uh, we're very open-minded to that kind of shit because Jordan's spot on. Um, we need to come correct with a lot of this shit because it's important. And we shouldn't be spewing off rhetoric that we think uh, is right, and it's not. So if, if you feel like we need to be corrected, please do so. But uh, for, for, I'm Lance, though, and he's Jordan. And, and for this week, we're going to get the fuck out of here. But make sure you check us out every single Sunday with Word Up or Bird Up. So it's uh, time to say peace out, my friends. You're...